0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to the college2pro.com NFL Draft Blast. To another edition of the C2P, I am your show host, Beau Marchant, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL draft stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. We have a fantastic guest for you today. He hails from Bryant College, Bryant University. He's the Bulldogs standout defensive edge rusher. When you think about a disruptive force behind the line of scrimmage. This is the guy. He said all kinds of school accolades. He leaves the school as the school's all time sack artist. He also had over, I think, 40, 40 and a half tackles for loss, but none other than Tomas Wright. Tomas, welcome to the program. You have had a hell of a collegiate career. You're down at the Gridiron Showcase, but appreciate you stopping by. How's this afternoon treating you?
0: Thank you. I appreciate that as well. And, uh, This afternoon has been good. Um, Earlier today, I was training at 12 at uh, Mike Burrow's place in Boston. So I was training with a few other guys, and uh, it's just a great way to start your day. So excited to be here, excited to talk to you about uh, my career and, uh, you know, um, the future.
1: Definitely. And, and, I mean, you're a hot – you got a hot thing going. I mean – I think we should just start out. I mean, you went down to Texas. You're in the Gridiron Showcase, and that's the the ultimate, you know, platform for a lot of small school kids to be able to talk to NFL teams and showcase who you are, not only on the field, but they also get to know you as a young man and find out, you know, what you bring to the table in terms of, you know, character. So just let's talk about what it was like for you to go down there, show your stuff, and also being able to interact with these teams that showed interest in you.
0: Yeah, um, you know, the event was in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, I was invited to the small school showcase um, originally. And, you know, from there it was uh, a bunch of uh, Division One FCS, D2, D3, NAIA. Uh, I want to say it was about 110 of us, 120 of us. And uh, basically for three days, you know, we competed in front of NFL scouts and CFL teams as well. And, you know, the top 10 10 to 14 players of that um, were voted by, you know, experts, coaches, NFL teams. And we got an opportunity to move up. I was one of those players selected. And uh, then we proceeded the next three days to move up and play at the big school showcase. Uh, And uh, that was an amazing experience. It was was pretty cool, you know, playing with the big dogs, you know, those guys. There was guys from, you know, University of Minnesota, Florida State. Fresno State, Mexico State, um, you know, all those big school names. And it was just, you know, basically it was an opportunity to showcase that, you know, I belong, you know, with these guys. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was tough, you know. Um, I, I remember on the first play inside run when I was at the small school showcase, tackle went down, I squeezed, and I hit the running back on like a, a zone away play. I got up, my finger was hurting, and I looked at it, and my finger was dislocated. And I was just like, you know, at that moment, I had to make a, a split decision, you know, you know, do I, do I, you know, go see a trainer, lose reps, or do I, you know, just put it back in place? And I just put it back in place. So, you know, I had to do what I had to do. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was also cool, you know, um, just getting more exposure and talking to those NFL teams. Uh, when I was there, I uh, did an instincts test for the Cowboys. And uh, I talked to like a jet scout and it was just, also I talked to the Rams as well, a Rams guy. And um, it, it was just, you know, you, you typically don't, it, it's hard for FCS players, especially in the Northeast area to, to get attention. So, uh, you know, just having that full experience. Uh, and another thing too is those guys were amazing people. Um, the players, the coaches, I, um, I met a lot of cool guys and connected with them on social media and, And we talk to this day. You know, we support each other, share each other's stuff. And I just think that is so cool because I was unsure before going there, you know, how these guys would be. You know, I didn't know if they were, like, hockey or they were all about themselves, but they were genuinely great people. And uh, another cool thing, too, is that I met so many people who knew people. You know, there were so many mutual connections. People would come up to me and be like, yo, like, you know so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, I know so-and-so. And just from there, like, you are, you already, you have something in common, you have something to talk about. And I just thought that was really neat. You know, it's, it really shows you that, you know, it's a small world out here.
1: It definitely is. And when you, when you work in this football atmosphere, I mean, there really are just a few bad eggs. You know, people tell me all the time, you know, what's this guy like, what's this guy like, you know, and I could say, you could basically walk into a locker room. I guess there might be one guy and then most of it, it's just about relationships. You know, sometimes you just, just like your best friends. I mean, you know, just doing the media stuff. I mean there's certain guys you just, you know, jive with and they just you get along with better and they're, you know, more open to discuss things and you just go on with that pattern. But once again, Tomas right the standout. Brian Bulldogs, edge rusher, this bring this kid brings a ton of talent. He has all the accolades that you could look at in the in the level of college football he played at. And for and me and Tomas we were speaking prior to the show. We talked a little bit earlier today and you know he and you know, he talked about you know, Bryant, the program's not very old. And, you know, so, you know, exposure-wise, you know, it's not a school that scouts are going to say, hey, you know, this guy that's been scouting for the Giants for the last 30 years, you know, he knows all the people and he's been popping on campus. It's kind of a new thing. And and that goes a long way, and especially from coming from the small school. So I was so excited when you, you know, were kind enough to share some of your time and join us here on the show so we could kind of, you know, get you out to our audience and let everybody know a little bit more about you. But I ask all the guys this. If we throw you in that film room, the scouts are breaking down tape, what are they going to love about what you bring to the table? What are those hallmark abilities, my man, where they're going to want to bring you aboard that 53-man roster?
0: I would say basically consistency. If you watch my tape, especially over the years, you know, I'm consistent. You know, I I don't let a bad play get to me. I can bounce back. You know, uh, I have a high motor. I really just want to be on the field and basically contribute. And, uh, you know, I specifically remember, you know, at the college bid on showcase, when I moved up, I got just, boom, like hit by a fullback. Like I was just like, oh, damn. But, you know, I had to get up the next play. You know, I I couldn't let that get to me, you know. And I I just think that's something that definitely, you know, shows on on film is that, you know, I I don't let those bad plays get to me. I I get up and I I just think about the next play because that's all you can do if you let that bad play get to you. You just won't be able to play well, you know? So, and that's just with life as well. You can't let the little things get to you. You have to always fight through adversity. And, you know, something else is, you know, I've played, I've had three different head coaches in four years. So I've had to learn three different defenses in four years. I've had three different D line coaches in four years. So that also showcases, you know, that um, I can basically play with anyone, learn with anyone, and, adapt to anything that's thrown
1: my way awesome stuff tomas i mean and again i and, and again i mean just on the outside looking in they just see a guy with a lot of sack, but they don't really realize you know you mentioned in three different head coaches three different systems accumulating overcoming adapting learning i mean that, that that shows good iq you know it shows you can diagnose things quickly you can execute what you've diagnosed Quickly and all of those things are intangibles To help you with this towards this next level Let me ask you this one because we know the guys That could be your potential hires They do listen in what don't they See on tape I mean are you a weight room Warrior are you a film junkie um, Team captain um, Talk about the things that we won't see On film that's a big boost For you that they should know about as we move so Close to this upcoming 2020 NFL draft
0: um, I would say You know last summer I uh, did an internship with a company called PTC. It's a global tech company located in downtown Seaport area. And uh, this was before the, the season. This started in May up until um, training camp. And uh, basically, I was a talent acquisition intern. And talent acquisition is a part of uh, HR, human resources. So I was a part of a rotational program. There was about 50 interns. And, uh, you know, throughout the company, I just learned about their technology. You know, I also shadowed people, went to interviews, made phone calls, all that good stuff. And while I was there at the company, I joined uh, the Black um, Resource Group as well. And uh, it was just amazing, basically, um, taking part in that, um, basically organizing different events for inner-city kids and things like that. And it was just, um, I also did an article post. I talked about diversity and inclusion and how it impacted my life. That's something I'm very passionate about because I understand, you know, how uh, important diversity is. And it's, like I said, this plays an important part of my life. And, uh, another fun fact about me is I'm a part of woke athletes at school and woke stands for words okay. of knowledge and power. And it's a diversity and inclusion, um, group for athletes at school and we basically meet every other sunday we go over um different activities we have and we just talk about basically topics that are uncomfortable to for people to talk about but we do it in an organized way in a way that makes everyone feel more comfortable because you you want to talk about those things that are hard to talk about because that's how you learn and it's just a great opportunity to grow
1: awesome stuff and and again and, and i i I mean, when we were talking prior to the show, I, you know, I told you, I mean, I was so excited to get you on so late in the draft process to, you know, come across a gentleman like yourself with so much potential and it's kind of flying under the radar and we want to put you definitely on the radar. We, we want to see this storm coming. You know, we want the big news stations to know that, Hey, there's, there's a tropical storm coming off the East coast right now. We're picking them <laughs> up and we're going to follow them through as he, as he heads towards this draft. Um, I got to ask, cause you are a sack master. You got the all time school record. Um, what's your favorite – I always compare you guys to, like, the dunkers of the day, the Dominique Wilkins, the Michael Jordans. What's that signature move? I mean, what's your favorite way to execute that to get to the quarterback to make the sack?
0: Man, it's the long-arm club rip. Um, it's basically, <laughs> you know, you know, you uh, want to get as tight as you can to the outside leg of the tackle. You want to close that space because I want to say the the – Quarterback basically he releases the ball in like three seconds, so you you don't want to waste time getting back there. So you know you you get a good get off, boom boom, and then you basically boom punch that arm out, reach, and then as soon as you do that, you want to flip your hips, grab his elbow with your your off hand, and then club rip off, and boom turn the corner tight, and that's where you know a lot of a lot of my sacks I made my money at. That's my go to. That's my favorite. I just I've been able to—I uh, wouldn't say perfect it, but I've definitely gotten comfortable with it over the years, and it's a—it's uh, a beautiful move when when it's uh, perfected.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. And we also uh, spoke earlier. I mean, we were talking about what was it? You squatted five hundred? What 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 was the kind of number yeah, going a, up I'm in the weight five, room?
0: Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a five hundred pound squatter. I have all this on video too. Um, I also I, – I, I'm a 300 – I cleaned 320 pounds last year. I have a video of that as well, in great form as well. Um, yeah, uh, luckily for me at my high school in uh, St. Augustine, Florida, St. Augustine High School, they uh, basically instilled listen, listen, listen. Like, I would have – so basically, like, in high school, we would have seven classes a day. That seventh class would be weightlifting, and during the season – after weightlifting, we go to practice. But during the offseason, we would have a weightlifting after weightlifting. So my coach, like, he instilled, he installed in me, you know, weight room is basically the foundation of being a great player. And I know that's not for, you know, everyone, but that's something that I basically took with and ran with. You know, I, I live and die in the weight room. I love the weight room. It's just, it's made me evolve as a player. And it's it's just I love it, you know. Just getting in there, grinding. You're not talking. You're not. Excuse me. You're not talking to anyone. You're just going in there and you're getting the work done. I love like I could go if if weightlifting was a class, I'd have like an A plus plus. It'd be it unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love. See, I get so that's something I, I'm. I got a smile on my face just talking about the weight room, man. Like I love it, and I just love learning too. It's crazy because like. i I, i'm learning new stuff to this day about you know technique and things like that and i love that this is something you can always push yourself like you're never going to be the strongest so it's just like every day you want to work to be better to build your body and i i
1: love it i love it Uh, that's it i trust me i get it um i'm a big runner and again you know but i mean i was out on the trails today for almost two hours uh Again, yeah, I know it. I it's like a passion. It's like a sickness. It's a good sickness, though. I mean, it just keeps yeah, you motivated. Yeah, exactly. Keeps your body ha- and it keeps your mind clear. I mean, that's what it is. It's almost exactly. therapeutic as well as, you know, that. But, hey, man, we're almost out of time, but I do want to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out, a few off-the-wall questions on before we let you go today. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, yeah. Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you the more athletic kid, and were you the guy scoring four or five touchdowns every game?
0: Absolutely not. I was, at, ironically enough, I played D tackle, um, and pop Warner. So I was getting, I was getting sacks back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny you ask that because everyone now, everyone now, they think you know I was like, like playing all these different positions. But yeah, I've always played D line. It's just something that's uh, always stuck with me.
1: Fair enough. And how about this one? Um, the the week of the draft, um, the weekend coming up, I mean, it's going to be a great weekend, a celebratory weekend. I'm sure you're going to be with family and friends. Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have made as you celebrate that day in your next path in your football life?
0: Oh, man, my, my grandma, Danita Wally. she's absolutely the best cook. Um, and, poof. What's something? You know, some macaroni and cheese, some collard greens, cornbread. Um, whew, what else? Some chicken, <laughs> ribs. Oh, man, you got me salivating right now. You can't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got I'm thinking you about I got you're adding
1: some inches to the waist right now, huh? Yeah. Ooh, you, was, yeah, I got to call my grandma after this now. I got to tell her to send something up to Brian. <laughs> Definitely. But grandma hears her name on the show. Now she's gonna get excited. She knows her grandson's gonna want her special dishes, so now she feels love. So like I said it's a good it's a good stepping stone towards that weekend. Everybody's gonna be fired up and got grandma's homemade cooking. Nothing could be wrong with that. And one final question for you. Um Brian Bulldogs, head coach, Coach Merritt. Um, does anybody do a great person impersonation of him and would they do it in front of him? Uh
0: yeah. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> One of my uh, teammates, Christian Corona, he he's uh, really good at impersonating anyone, you know. Uh, so he'd be probably the person who who would be able to do it the best. I don't know. He gets the voices down, the facial expressions, the the you know how a person has like a favorite phrase. He he knows all that. Um, he's definitely someone, you know. That's how I was able to mention him uh, quick like that. Like I see it. I see it. So, yeah, him, Chris and Corona.
1: <laughs> Tomas, hey, man, you've been fantastic guest, fantastic collegiate career, and I think the best days of football life are ahead of you. But, hey, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you joining us here on the C2P. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. No problem at all. Once again, this is Tomas Wright, the standout from the Bryant Bulldogs joining us here on the show. And you folks know we always do our second contract uh, report. We call it the, the lunchbox squad. We always release the team. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm putting this guy on our lunchbox squad. This is going to be one of these unknowns. And what do they do? They're going to sign the second contract. I'm, I usually don't ever release the names. But I'm getting jacked up because we're so close to draft time, and I'm so excited about getting this young man on the show again. Uh, so we appreciate Big Thomas Wright joining us. And as always, we appreciate listening to the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.